Hey, everybody, I'm Kate Garns, the author of Mixtape, How to Stop Listening to the Recordings of Your Past, and you are listening to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams Podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Hey, Dream Chasers, this is Amy J. And thank you guys so much for tuning in episode 235 of Chasing Dreams. Guys, we are in the second to last month of the year and time is flying by. I'm not sure where it went, uh, but we're still in COVID time. So we have to be careful. We have to take care of ourselves and we have to follow our dreams, even in these desperate times. And there is no one who embodies that more than Kate Garns. Kate is a motivational speaker, choreographer, actor, and podcaster. She is someone who I have met recently, not really uh, face-to-face, but came across her work and I was excited to have her. I, was, I knew she had to be here to share her story and the lessons she knows with you guys. Now, while she is a speaker who speaks primarily to youth, her lessons are something that is applicable to all age groups. And that's why I wanted her on the show. And we had a great conversation. We got along really well, played off one another. and. It was a fun conversation overall. I think you guys will agree. So check it out. Kate, welcome to the show. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. So for you guys who don't know, I this is the first time I'm actually meeting Kate. I found her online, saw her energy, saw what she was doing, read the back of her book. It was like, I need to get this book. And then was like, you know what? She would be great for you guys to listen to, to talk to, to share her story and get to know. because. Um, I think a lot of us, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to, you guys are going to find out. <laughs> you guys are going to find out. Let me leave it there. I was going to keep going because I could gush. I'm not going to. Let me bring it back. <laughs> Kate, yeah. I'd like to start off with asking, what would young Kate want to be when she grew up? What did she want to be? Um. So from the age of born until probably seven or eight, I just wanted to be a singer. That was all I wanted to do. I was going to be a singer. I can literally remember talking to a friend and saying, well, if I'm still in school, because I might be on tour by then. Um, And then someone close to me, my father actually made a comment about how I overheard a conversation between him and my mom. And he said, well, she's no Mariah Carey. And it was after that one comment that I wanted nothing to do with being a professional singer anymore. Um, after that, I thought for sure I'll do something in the medical field because my mom was a physical therapist. And then I realized that I can't math or science. Um, so that wasn't going to work. Um, and then I just wanted to be, as I got into high school, uh, I really had no idea what I wanted to do because the thing that I thought I was meant to do, I was told I wasn't good enough. So Um, I did competitive show choir in high school. And so I was like, well, maybe I'll just be a show choir choreographer. That's a thing, right? That's, that's a thing. Um, And I I am doing that now, 20 years later, but um, yeah, I didn't, I was, I was afraid to dream as a kid. I, because I was told, I was not only told I wasn't good enough at the one big dream I had, but then I was always made to feel small. I was always, cause I, I'm, I, you can't see right now, but I'm a little tiny person. I am all of five, one maybe, and like 115 pounds. Like I'm, I'm a little person. And I was always just, just reminded that I was small and reminded that, um, that my passions, oh, that's cute. It was always, oh, that's cute. So Um, But it's funny because what I'm doing now, I look back and if I could sit down with my myself and be like, sis, listen, this is what you're going to be doing when you're 32. I think I would have died of joy. Like I wouldn't, I couldn't have even dreamed up what I'm doing now. 
Well, you're doing it at 32. Let me ask, when did you start doing what you loved? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I worked for, I graduated college in 2012-ish. In 2011, I was super duper burnt out with school. I was majoring in music education. Sidebar, did not want to be a music ed teacher. Um, and I found out about the Disney College program. And so I auditioned for Walt Disney World. And I went and was a character performer for, we're going on almost 10 years. Uh, and I loved it. And then I, when I was 28, um, I had just gotten out of a very long relationship. I was not married. I did not have babies. And when you're from the Midwest, that is what you do is you get married and you have babies after you graduate college. And um, that was when I said the words, I want to be a motivational speaker. And so that I said the words at 28. And I have been a, as of 2019, pre-COVID, um, I am a full-time teen motivational speaker. That is fantastic. Yeah. You know, because... You know, it's it's a heck of a thing when people take your dreams and just shatter it without even realizing the impact that their words have on you, right? And I'm sure that you are not the only one. You're not the first. You won't be the last that has been affected by that. And it's it's been in varying degrees, right? So you've worked as a teen motivational speaker and sp spoken with how many? I don't even know how many kids probably. Do you? Thousands. Thousands of Thousands. kids. Yeah. Would you say that's something they struggle with? That they don't dream? Oh, absolutely. Especially in the world that we live in right now, it's figure out exactly what you're going to do by the time you're in the fourth grade. Because once you get to the sixth grade, like if you don't know that you want to be a doctor or a teacher or a lawyer or a nurse, like you should probably have it figured out. Kids have gotten to a place now where they aren't allowed to, um, everything is figured out for them, sort of. I don't, I don't know really the right way to word it, but there, it's all so fast. Everything is so fast now that if they have a dream and it doesn't fit into the box that society tells you that you have to dream in, then they're made to feel small and they're made to feel, well, that's, that's an, that's an okay hobby. That's a fine side hustle, but you want to start your own business. You want to create this product. You want to go and chase this wild dream, but is it going to pay the bills? But is it going to make your parents proud? So that's, it's hard. It's hard. And that is one of the big things I talk to teens about is no one is going to fight for you. No one's going to fight for your dream. No one's going to love your dream as much as you do. Why are you being your biggest critic and not your biggest advocate? If you're the only one who's going to show up for yourself, stop not showing up for yourself. It's crazy to me to think that as children, we dream so big. We were so fearless. And then some point in time, and it's not just, it's just not, not just family. It's the things we see on TV. It's the things that um, our friends say. It's the things that the school says. It's what society says, right? If you don't see someone do it on TV, therefore it's not possible. And right somewhere along the line, I feel like society in the world has built these constructs and we live up to them. Versus living our own life for ourselves. And I just, I'm curious, with these kids that you talk to, how do they get through it? If at all. It's hard. It's hard. And it's, the thing is, it's not even just teenagers. It's all, it's something that I still struggle with today. Perfect example. What did I say right before this started? When you're from the Midwest, what do you do? You go to high school, you go to college, you get married, you have two babies, and you either become a nurse or a teacher. Where I'm one of the only ones from my graduating class of high school not married, not with kids. And there are moments where I I love my life. I love what I get to do. I love that I work for myself when COVID isn't around and I actually have a job where people are hiring speakers. Um, but there are times where that that voice from society comes back and they're like, but are you successful? Biological clock's a ticking, Kate. And it doesn't matter that I live in more joy than most people that I know because I choose joy every single day. I have to, even on bad days, that I will find something to be joyful about. But these teens, 
right now, oh man, I mean, that's why I do what I do. That's literally why I didn't have anybody show up. I didn't have a speaker come to my school. We didn't have speakers when I was in school, um, or at least come to mine. I didn't have anybody show up to tell me you were made for more. That dream that you have is important. It matters. And it was given to you on purpose. So stop listening. There are always going to be haters. There are always going to be critics. There are always going to be naysayers. They don't get a ticket into this anymore unless they are. There's a quote. So I love Brene Brown. Hello. Daring Greatly is one of my favorite books. She's awesome. Um, Her Netflix special. Phenomenal. Her Netflix special. So in the book, Daring Greatly, Mm -hmm. she quotes Theodore Roosevelt and she says, I'm going to paraphrase it because I don't know it offhand, but she says, you know, it's not, it's not the critics. It's not the people in the stands. It's not the people who are judging the, the people in the arena. It's the people who are in the arena, in the mud, in the muck, who fail over and over and over and over. And they keep trying. And even though they may fail, they fail daring greatly. And they keep getting back up and they keep being told no. And they keep trying anyway, because I promise you, if you keep trying, you will succeed. When I started speaking, I literally, when I said the words, I want to be a motivational speaker. I, if somebody had said, Kate, you have to name four motivational speakers right now, or you're dead. I would have just have, I would have just stopped living (laughs) because I didn't know. I literally, I didn't know what I didn't know. Yeah. I was so green, but I knew it was put on my heart so hard. This is what I'm meant to do. And when I looked back at my life, I'm so grateful that I didn't become a singer. I'm so grateful that I didn't, that I didn't follow certain things that I was told I needed to do because I wouldn't have, I'm so grateful I didn't get married to the stupid boys that I could have gotten married to. Hello. Oh God. But because I wouldn't have hit this point and I wouldn't have found my deeper calling. And so, yeah, it's been hard and I've had to, to invest in myself financially. I've had to invest in, in my heart. I've had to, to cheer on myself when, cause like your family can be like, you're doing a great job. You're doing so good. Like, um, you've got this, but then it's like, yeah, but you're my family. So you have to say that it was in the contract. Like you have to say that. But when you start truly cheering on yourself, like game changer, because if you believe it, nobody can stop you. You know, that's, that's such an interesting concept in that believe in yourself thing, right? Just, two words or three words, believe in yourself. And yet we can't do it. I think we did it at some point, but somewhere along the line, we've lost it. And guys, I know we're talking about teens, but I I think it's apropos for all of us today. I think a lot of us struggle with being happy and living our life this way. Absolutely. Right. Kate focuses on teens, but she went through it herself. I went through it myself. I think I still go through it. We, we still go through it because, you know, uh, everyone, the thing is, I, I too wouldn't change anything I have or anything I'm going through, so to speak, because I'm happy with what I'm doing because it's my choice. There's something about your choice, right? And that freedom, but it's, it doesn't come unless you believe in yourself. But why do you think it's, why do you think it is that we struggle with that simple three worded concept? Believe in yourself. We hear the record. This is exactly what my book is about. We we hear as you grow up, you're supposed to be re- able to rely on your parents for truth. You're supposed an unconditional love. You're supposed to be able to rely on your teachers. You're supposed to be able to rely on your best friends. And when that person makes one comment, you look foolish in that dress. Girl, are you really going to eat all that food? Um, uh, dude, you're never going to get Hannah Robbins in the the most popular girl in school because your face looks like a pizza. Are you really going to sing that in front of people? Like that one comment when we are, we are taught, those are the people we're supposed to trust. Those are the people like, don't trust the tra- stranger on the street. Don't talk to strangers. Don't start forest fires. Like don't do th- bad things, but you can trust your parents and you can trust your best friend and you can trust your sibling where we aren't told, listen, even though these people are, they should love you unconditionally. Unfortunately, they too have baggage. And sometimes hurt people hurt people. 
And sometimes that that baggage carries over into a snide comment, uh, an, a backhanded um, compliment or criticism. And that's what sticks with us is that one comment, that one, that one comment. I can remember I was in kindergarten and um, I had surgery on my feet when I was a baby. I was born with club feet. So my feet were like turned in, had to have surgery. Anyway, it caused me to walk kind of on the outsides of my shoes. And I will never forget. There was a kid, his name was Joe. And to get to my class, I had to walk past all the first graders. And he made a comment that I walk funny. To this day, I will still go buy new tennis shoes if I think that my shoes are even a little bit worn out because I don't want to be accused of walk because I know I walk funny. And I, I can claim it and I own it and I see it now. But I used to try to like walk on the inside of my feet, to like overcorrect. It's one comment. And a lot of times we don't have somebody else to come in and say, no, sis, you're so much more than the way you walk. Do you see how you light up people's lives? Do you see how your smile makes this world a better place? I could sit and listen to you. You sing for hours, right? You wrote a book. Oh my gosh. Let me read it. Let me, let me pour into you. A lot of people don't have that person who shows up to guide them and figuring out how to do it yourself is so hard. It's so hard. It is one of the hardest things. And I say this in my talk, this is one of the hardest things you will ever do is become your biggest advocate, but it is one of the single most important things that you can ever do. It's the, it's the most worthwhile thing. Like, I don't, I don't know. I look back and I, and now, cause I, I did the work. You have to put in the work guys to, to get there, to get to this point. And we're not saying you, well, maybe we are saying that you ignore what everyone else is saying. What do you want that that means something, right? Like if you go against the grain, um, Gary Gary V talks about how hater, you got to feel sorry for haters. Don't put value into what they're saying. There's something going on for them. And, you know, when ignore what other people are saying, your family, your friends, uh, these people that are stopping you, it's jealousy. It's yeah. It's the unknown insecurity. insecurity. It's a reflection of them. Yeah. And that's the thing is that we're fighting this thing and you're supposed to be enjoying life and not fighting this thing. Right. And, and at some point we started to believe the lie yeah. of everybody else knows better than I do. I don't know when that happened, but we all go through a period, especially as kids where we're like, well, he, he's the smart. And he has, he's in all like the wicked smart classes and he called me dumb. So I must be dumb or she's, she is, oh my God, she's so popular. And she is the prettiest girl in school. And she never has to worry about where to sit in the cafeteria. And she called me ugly. So I must be ugly because everybody else knows better. Here's the thing. Nobody's thinking about you. We spend our lives thinking, oh God, what are people going to think of me? What was the first thing I did when you were like, this is going to be on video. And I was like, I'm in my closet because it's the quietest place in my house. Um, nobody's, th nobody's thinking about you. Nobody, we, we walk through our days like, oh man, like, man, I didn't wear makeup today or oh, I've got this giant zit on my face or oh, I'm walking funny in these shoes or whatever. And we think everybody's going to notice. Everybody's going to freak out. Everybody's going to see. Nobody's, everybody else is thinking, oh God, everybody else is thinking about themselves. Nobody's thinking about you. So why are you giving them? I sound so preachy right now. I promise I'm a nice person. <laughs> it's true. I don't think it's preachy. I don't think it's preachy. I think it's something that people need to hear because I think we struggle with it, right? And yeah. the fact that you were able to do it at 28, that, and let's talk about that for a minute, because I think for these people, we're saying it, I think they're hearing it, but they're like, now it's like, okay, but how do I do that? What yeah. do I do? And so at 28 for you, you know, it was, I'm sure it wasn't a snap, no. right? <laughs> right. So, so here what is what I did. Mm -hmm. Here is what I did. I asked so many questions. So when I said the words, I want to be a motivational speaker, I had to fly. I live in Orlando, Florida now. I was at my 10-year high school reunion when I said those words. Um, I got on a plane and I wrote a letter 
to, and I sent it to about eight different people that I view as successful. And I said, Hey, I'm writing to you because you have found what I view as success. Um, I know without a shadow of a doubt, I am meant to be a motivational speaker. I have no idea what I'm doing. Absolutely none. Zero. Like I took one public speaking class in college and I think I did one talk about N64 controllers. Like I don't even remember. Um, And of the eight people I sent it to, I think five or six responded. And they basically all said the same thing. Just immerse yourself. So sis, I... I got anything I could get my hands on. And at this point I was working full-time for Disney world. So I had zero monies. I had so little monies. Um, I listened to any podcast I could find. I found books from the library that I could look, read. I watched, I stopped binge watching Netflix and I watched YouTube videos of any speaker I could find any Ted talk, any kind of speaker. And I watched, I watched their mannerisms. I watched the way that they interact. I wasn't just listening to their messages. I was watching them um, almost as an actor. You were learning. Yep. And I, that led me to the speaker lab with Grant Baldwin. Um, And he, I, I signed up for book to pay to speak their online program, saved money, signed up. <clears throat> From that, um, and Lord, I asked questions. I believe that one of the best things that you can do if you have a dream is ask questions. And don't ask questions of like, like you're not going to ask your friend who's never had a successful relationship, good relationship advice. You're going to ask the people who are doing what you want to do. So I reached out to speakers. I reached out anybody who would, anybody who would talk to me can I just ask you some questions? And I wouldn't take up very much of their time. Um, I knew exactly what I wanted to ask. Um, That led me to the Speaker Lab Elite program. Brand new launch at this point. And I applied thinking, I'm not going to get it because I'm so green. Like, I am not a speaker. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, But I had the heart. And that's what Grant saw. And so of the, I don't even know how many people that applied, nine of us were chosen from across the country and I was one of them. Um, and that was another financial investment, but, um, and then I just, I, I spent hours, hours researching, um, sending emails, asking questions, asking so many questions. What does this mean? How do I do this? What does this acronym stand for? Um, no question is dumb ever. And I will, anybody who wanted to be a speaker or wants to follow a dream, I literally just posted on a Facebook group. Um, somebody was like, has anybody self-published a book? Sure have. Would you like me to answer your questions? Because there's things people didn't tell me that you're going to want to know. Ask questions and and go for it. Like, just just do it. Just start somewhere and go. Because you will always, there will always be an excuse not to. Always. There will always be more laundry to do. There will always be groceries to go get. There will always be a nap to take. There will always be another episode on Netflix. There will always be something. If you look for an excuse to not do it, you will find it. You are worth believing in. You are worth going after your dream. You're worth it. So stop limiting yourself because this world will be better if you go after your dreams. So let me ask you this next question then, right? So go for it. Just start. The thing is we... We've been programmed in certain ways by our family and experiences, certain things, right? And we don't really go outside of that box. Right. What advice do you have for people who are like, I'm trying to figure out what I like, what I love. Everything we've tried to date, I has not been successful. For example, when I was young, I took piano classes. (laughs) Not a fan. Not a fan. It's not in me. It's not my calling. It's not my ministry. Won't do it. I can play one song. I can play one song that I've memorized. (laughs) That's why, because I've memorized it. But how do you get past that, right? Those limitations? How do you figure out what is for you? That's a really good question. That's a really, really good question. Um, hmm, Being honest with yourself. Because society's society's not going to shut up, unfortunately. I wish I could put a big old mute on society, but it's not. 
you only get, you only get, you, hmm, a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the question is how, 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 essentially, how, how do you figure it out? Honesty with yourself is one. I think that's huge. Um, it's honesty with yourself. Um, and, and figuring out, do I would say doing a detox on your life helps. I thank the Lord that I got out of the very toxic relationship that I was in before I went to my 10 year high school reunion, because had I not, I don't think I would have had the revelation I had. It all happened in God's time, but, um, you gotta be honest with yourself and you've got to detox your life. And what I mean by that is who are you surrounding yourself with? If the people that you surround yourself with are super lazy, which like, let me caveat that by saying the meanest thing that you can say to me, not she's a terrible speaker, not she, she's a terrible writer. It's she's lazy. That is like my, (sighs) that is my, that is my trigger, man. But, but the truth is, are you surrounding yourself with people who, who have no drive? Are you surrounding yourself with people who are making really stupid financial decisions? I don't like using the word stupid, um, really not great financial decisions. Are you, what, what, what are you, what kind of movies are you watching? What podcasts are you listening to? Cause I can tell you whatever you are consuming is what you will live. This is 100% what my keynote is on. If you are consuming, if you are just listening to people all day, telling you that you're trash, telling you you're ugly, telling you you're stupid. And like, we all have that friend that I call a just kidding friend. The friend who's like, are you going to eat all of that? I'm just kidding. The same people we were talking about earlier, but add just kidding to it. For some reason that makes it okay. That's not okay. That's not your friend. But I, I would tell people who are like, how? The harsh reality is it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to go after your dreams, but it is so flipping worth it. And you start small, start small and take a look at who you are surrounded by and what you are doing, how you are surrounding yourself. Are the people in your life speaking light? speaking positivity, speaking truth, speaking kindness, speaking love into you? Are they people that you can go to when you say, man, I am neck deep in this book and it's really, really hard to write. And I just think that I shouldn't do this because I'm a big imposter. They're the ones who are going to say, shut up. Are you kidding? Like, let's talk about the great things that you've put into this world and remind you of your greatness because, or I had a best friend, uh, one of my best friends, I called her one time and I was like, oh, I'm such an idiot. I'm such an idiot. She goes, Katie, I'm going to stop you right there. I'm not going to let you talk about yourself that way. Like right there. That's a different. That is such a difference. And and I, I love that because there's an Oprah quote and she said, lots of people want to ride with you in the limo, but what you want is someone who will take the bus with you when the limo breaks down. Yes. Right. That's it. There's a guy named Trent Shelton. Yep. Awesome. I, oh my gosh, his quotes, like I can't, but he had a quote that said, not everybody who is in your circle is in your corner. Not everybody who stands with you will stand for you. And you're absolutely right. There are people, there are people who came out of the woodwork when I started gaining traction as a speaker and as an author who were like, I would just love to pick your brain. And I'm like, pick away. I'm, I'm here. But then it was, well, but I don't have the finances and I just don't really have the time. And it was like excuse after excuse after excuse. And it was like, listen, I will ride with you in the mud, but you have to be willing to get dirty. Yes. Like I can't get, I can't do it for you and I'm not going to do it for you. That would be a disservice to you, but I will, I will walk with you. I will ride with you. Like, we're going, we're going mudding. We're getting in the dirty, but you have to be willing to get your hands dirty. You have to be willing to get your feet wet because if you're not, I can't help you. Friends can't want it more than you, right? Yes. And friends may not understand what you're doing or I, I don't really understand, but I'm there for you, right? And 
just to be clear, guys, I'm not talking just financially. If you're expecting your friends to support you financially and everything you're doing, (laughs) I need you to reevaluate because there's other ways to support. And sometimes our finances and our means don't allow us to to buy the the merch that you have, but I'll share it. Yep. You know, and and the and the vice versa. That's the thing. And I want to go back to what you said about detox real quick cuz I love that. And it's so true. You have to do a re- reevaluation. I call it an audit of your life. What is it you're doing and what is it you're consuming? And I just want to be clear. We're not saying give up Game of Thrones. Give up no. the movies you want to watch, but you get what you put in. And so what Kate's saying is, you know, get that positivity, get that perspective that because a lot of stuff you see on TV, guys, is influencing you. It's affecting you. It's it's having an impact on you, whether you believe it or not. When you see misogyny on the TV, in movies, there's a bit of that that plants a seed in you. And you got to fight that. That's just more stuff to fight and get out of yourself. Right. And so I want to emphasize this detox concept. Yeah. Yeah. And there's two things I want to say. We are in an unprecedented time right now, obviously. And unprecedented is one of those words that I'm like, I never want to hear it again. Right, it's I, become, it again. Yeah. I might, But yet I know what I, you mean. Um, I have had to, I know I sound like I've got it all together right now. I had truly emotional whiplash during this time of COVID-19. Um, where I I had the biggest talk of my career on March 7th. And then the world shut, my birthday was on March 13th. The world shut down May 18th or March 18th. Um, Wait, you, I, your talk was on the 3rd? My talk was on the 7th. 7th. And your birthday's my on birthday the 7th. My birthday was on oh. the 13th and the world shut down on the 18th. Um, so please, when when you're listening to this, our sweet friends who are listening to this, show yourself grace. If right now, I know I sound like I've got it all figured out. And literally before this podcast, I laid in bed all day praying and watching Netflix saying, I don't know how, I don't know how I'm getting through this really hard. So I just want to put a little bit of a caveat on I I am not speaking full-time right now because people aren't hiring speakers. So what am I doing? And it took me, it took me two months. It took me two months. It took me until May to be able to do an Instagram live. I used to go live on Instagram every single Monday. I did not have the emotional bandwidth to go live. So wherever you're at in your journey with your dream right now, please show yourself grace. Please show yourself kindness because this is really hard. And this is really exhausting. So be kind to yourself in that. There was something else I was going to say, and now I don't remember what it was, but that, oh yes. Also, it's okay to walk away from a dream if it's not working. It's okay. It is okay if you realize that the thing that you thought you were dreaming of and dreaming of and pushing toward isn't actually what you wanted. That's okay. It's okay. It's okay to reinvent. It's okay to scrap something and start over. It's okay to pivot. It is okay. And I am, I am hand to God giving you full permission to put the brakes on something that isn't working for your soul because you only get one soul and it's a beautiful soul and it's good and it's kind and it's happy. You deserve to be happy and joyful. Life is too short. So if something is not bringing you joy anymore, I'm not talking about where you don't have to work hard for it. You still have to work hard for it. Any dream worth having isn't going to come easy. Otherwise, everybody would be doing it. If everybody knew how great speaking was (laughs) and how hard you have to work, like everybody would be doing it. But people are afraid. They're afraid of the hard work and they're afraid of taking the road less traveled and getting dirty in the mud. But yeah, I'm on a tangent now. Sorry. You're not because I think you have to, the, the concept she's dropping gems guys. One, the detox huge Two, walk away from a dream. And I'm telling you this, Kate's telling you this people who've been there, done that. I would rather you walk away from a dream you've been doing for 40 years 
yes. than to keep at it and be miserable. Going back to the detox thing, <clears throat> we, Amy J and I, we are we are telling you get that toxicity out. Toxicity words I speak, it's fine. Out of your life, I understand that that may be a family member, that may be someone that you can't just unfriend on Facebook and say bye, Felicia. Like I get it, but what you can do is not. They don't get a right to enter. There's a Chinese proverb, one of my favorite sayings that says, um, do not let anyone enter your kingdom unless they come with love. Do not let anyone enter your kingdom unless they come with love. They can show up at the gates. Yep. They can have a big old pity party with the DJ and refreshments outside of the gates. 100% sis, you rock that pity party. You don't get to enter my kingdom. You can, you can throw your hatred at me. You can tell me how I'm being foolish. You can tell me how I'm never going to make anything out of my life, whatever. You don't get a ticket to here. And the beautiful thing is I am giving you permission. Amy's giving you permission to walk away. You don't have to be rude. You know, I, I, I'm a Christian. Jesus said, turn the other cheek. He didn't say stand there and let him beat the crap out of you. What? He, he didn't. He did it. And and there are ways, guys, like if if it's a family member and you're you're like, we have to be on Facebook together. I can't. You can unfriend them. If you can't unfriend them, you can unfollow them. You can also put them on a restricted list where they don't get to see how you're doing. And then you go to the people who have earned your stripes. Mm -hmm. Example, my neighbor, her name's Megan. She's beautiful black woman. I just adore her. She's right around 30. She's right around my age. Texted me the other night. She said, sis, are you up? I said, yeah, what's going on? And she said, I, I just got into an argument with a cousin who is, um, doesn't agree with the black lives matter movement. Doesn't agree. And, and I said, I'm coming. Got up. I was in my PJ pants and my little Batman tank top. And I walked over and I sat with her while she cried because she had to unfriend and and block this cousin um, who is white and who was just blaming her, which is ridiculous, blaming her for all of this. So she did the hard thing by cutting it out. But then she took it one step out to somebody who she knew would show up, who she knew would speak truth to her, who she knew would be there and say, no, you do matter. No, they don't get to talk to you like this. So you are not alone in this journey, in this walk. Yes, you will have hard times and cutting people out. And there are going to be people who don't understand because see, people don't like change. People don't like change. So when you start speaking truth, when you start speaking light, when you start speaking confidence, when you start speaking motivation, they're not that. What are you doing? I'm sorry. Who are you? I thought you were my friend, Kate, who was like, a super fuddy duddy and always negative all the time, Nancy. Well, no, I'm. And so when you start speaking truth, they are going to rise up to try to silence you because people don't like change. People don't like and change. And when you, when you continue speaking that truth and that light, they will probably leave you because they don't like change. Good riddance. And it's okay. Right. And it's that okay. is okay. And that has nothing about your character. It says nothing about your value because when you continue speaking truth and light and hope and motivation you will attract that it's the law of attraction man it's a real thing it's a real thing it's absolutely and guys the reason we're saying this isn't just because we have joyful lives tough lives not easy lives but there's something else and you guys know what i'm a big proponent of this it's for your mental health it's for your well-being you have to take care of yourself because at the end of the day at the end of your life, you're the one that has to answer for what happened. Yes. And we yes. don't want you to be regretful. I'd rather you walk away, change these relationships, and try something new. It won't be easy, but you'll be happy. There is an and overrated... Th- oh, sorry, I was just going to say, it's everyone, the biggest thing that everybody talks about is, you know, I won't have money to do what I need to do. I got yeah. bills. Yeah. But you would be happier. Yes. Yes. Um, oh shoot, what was I gonna say? It's gone. Uh no, absolutely. The yeah, I hear you. 
I hear you that the financial aspect is hard, especially if you didn't come from, I didn't come from money. I came from a single mom and an alcoholic dad who passed away when I was really young. Like I walked, I remember my mama sitting me down and saying, we can't go out to eat anymore. And you have to pick one dance class and you can't play piano. Um, Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Uh, when we're saying, I love Amy that you just said this. I love, Oh, it's like, it's like warm butter that it's, it's, you have to take care of yourself. Mental health is so important. And I know some of you who are listening to this might've been like, okay, but like, I also have to take care of my parents and I have to take care of my kids and I have to go and do all this laundry. And I have to like, I don't have time. I don't have time. Like I'll, I'll take care of myself when I fall asleep. Self-care is not selfish. Self-care is not selfish. Let's say I have a cup. I don't have a cup around me, but let's say I have a cup and I'm literally like, okay, well, and my cup is full and I'm like, okay, well, I've got to give to my kids and I've got to give to my students and I, I need to give um, to some of my coworkers. Oh, and my husband gets some of this or my wife gets some of that. And all of a sudden your cup is empty. And then you're like, oh, well, my cat, I've been ignoring my cat. So here, cat, you can have the cup. We have nothing left to give. We've given all we can and we haven't poured back into ourselves. Now imagine that same cup and we we start pouring into it, right? We're reading the books that that refresh our soul. We're praying if that's what you want to do. You listen to the music, like you rock some notorious B.I.G. or some Lizzo or some Garth Brooks. I don't know. You you go to a spa. You well, that's expensive. You make your significant other give you a massage. You have a glass of wine, you have some really good food and you're pouring and pouring into this cup, what's going to happen? That cup is going to overflow. And then your kids are going to get some of the best of you. Your husband or your wife is going to get some of the best of you. Your, your students are going to, because it's overflowing, it has the exact same effect as if you were pouring it out, but you have to, you only, oh God, Amy, you nailed it, sis. You nailed it. At the end of the day, you only have you to answer to. And, and that's once the kids are asleep, the, the spouse is asleep, like the dishes are done and you are laying in bed, you are it. You have to take care of you first. That is not selfish. That is not selfish. It's self-care. And by taking care of yourself first, you automatically bless everybody around you because it's so easy to, it's easy to chase after your dream. Hello, we're listening to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. We're, it's so much easier to chase after your dreams when you're coming from a full heart, when you're coming from illness. So if you were to ask me, what do you, how do I do this? What do I do right now? You start with you. Where are you at? Are you, are you struggling with finances? What can you sell in your house to make a little extra money to help put toward this thing? If you are struggling with anxiety, where's that anxiety coming from? I struggle. I am a, I have bad anxiety, um, but I've learned I have to work on my anxiety because it's no one else's fault and I don't get to take it out on anybody else. So when I feel anxious, I have learned this is how I'm feeling. How can I walk through that? Because I don't get to take it out on anybody else. And I want to continue chasing after my dream. I need to wrangle this in and get myself whole so that I can take on the world. There, there's something that you said. It was, um, oh shoot, both of us are like dropping. It's, so <laughs> it's We just got so much that we're so just good. like, wait, what did I say? I know. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it'll come to me. But there were so many nuggets in what she said is basically the point. But I think it was, I think what I was going to say is, you know, you, when you take care of yourself, you're able to help others more. You're able to give more. Like she said, it's an overflowing cup. Yeah. Can't give from an empty cup. You can't give from an empty cup. I know what it was. See, both of us are like, it's like two seconds. That's how it works. Here's what it is. What we're saying is there's a way to do it. What we're also saying is you may not like the way. there's a way you may not like the way but at the same time it's a journey right and for me it's always been about the journey not the destination so i'd rather live my life happy and yeah and going there and not reach my destination than be miserable every step of the way and reach a destination i didn't even want to be at yeah yeah and quit 
quit trying to pry open doors walk through quit trying like because there are things that people feel like and this goes back to beginning of what we said that society right well society tells me that i've got to do this so we sit and we pull on these doors and it's like why isn't it letting me in because you weren't meant to walk through it it's not no and if, oh my gosh, I, I love, oh my God, I love what you said. If y'all didn't write that down, write it down right now, that it's, it is possible, but that doesn't mean it's not hard. How did you word it? What we're saying is there's a way. Doesn't mean you might, you might not like the way. That's so good because it's so true. You have to find the thing that sets your heart on fire. And when you do, and when you dig into that, the work isn't work. It's hard, but it's worth it. Yes. It's worth it. It's worth it. And 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 have the bravery and the courage to say, "Hey, this I don't think this is for me." That's so courageous. That's not weakness. That's not being weak. That is so courageous. You there's having the Do you know how many people don't have the courage or strength to walk away? from something that is not bringing their life joy or from something that isn't right for and, them. And how many of them regret it? Yes. Every one of them. Yes. I can guarantee you that. I'm not even doing the stat because I can tell you every one of them yes. will regret it and have some kind of I wish I had. Yes. And that's just the way that is. Guys, yeah. I, this is my new girl. <laughs> y'all, y- y'all need to be checking out Kate Garns, her information. Yes. I'm going to give it to you in a second, but we could be talking forever about this. Honestly, yes. piggybacking, this isn't going to be the last time. I'm going to say it I'm now. Here for it. We're going to collaborate somehow. Y'all going to see it. Just wait. But Kate, I can't let you go without asking this one question. What would you tell these guys listening here today, these dream chasers? What is one thing they can do today to chase their dreams? Start asking questions. Start asking questions. Ask as many questions. And when you've run out of questions, ask some more. Ask ask questions of yourself. Is this what I want? Is this what I want? And listen, listen, because listen, there are going to be parts of you that are driven by fear and are driven by insecurity because somebody told you you weren't good enough. Somebody told you you weren't smart enough. Somebody told you you weren't qualified. Somebody told you that you didn't look the part. Somebody told you that you didn't come from the right socioeconomic group or whatever. And you're going to, you're going to hear that when you go in and you ask yourself, is this what I want? You're going to hear, and they're going to be loud, man. Those voices, man, they're going to be loud, screaming, screaming. And they're going to be saying, no, this isn't what you want. This is, I don't want you to listen for that. I want you to listen for that still small voice. That, that little, that little girl that's inside of me that's saying, man, I think I really want this. That's the voice you need to listen to. That's the person inside of you that you deserves to go after that dream. I'm like, I have goosebumps because I'm so passionate about this. If everybody in the world asked themselves that question and got out of those situations that were toxic and got out of those jobs that did not bring them joy. And listen, I love money. I love making money. I understand if you are in a business where you're making bank ball change And I get it. And it's not bringing your soul. You are going to be happier. Listen, and this is coming from a girl who loves money. I don't have a lot of it, (laughs) but I like financial freedom. You're going to be happier. Like your whole life will be rejuvenated by doing what you love, even if it's not making the check that you thought you used to make. I don't know. But asking questions and listening to that voice. Um, and give yourself permission, give yourself permission to be a goddess, give yourself permission to be a giant slayer and, and be the, the adventurer and the hustler that you were created to be. Cause there's, there's one of those in all of us. Y'all hear that? Y'all hear that? Kate, thank you. Thank you. You're thank so you. Welcome. This has been an amazing interview, guys. I loved every minute of this conversation. <laughs> And, you know, Kate, how can these guys connect with you? Because they absolutely need to. Yeah. So I am on all social media at Kate Garns Live, K-A-T-E-G-A-R-N-E-S-L-I-V-E. 
I answer every single DM that gets sent to me because um, I want to be in, in my community. Um, if you're more comfortable with email, my email is kate at kategarns.com. Um, you can get my book on Amazon, Mixtape, um, How to Stop Listening to the Recordings of Your Past. There may or may not be another book in the works currently. So, um, And I also have podcasts. I have two. Uh, one of them is the Leadership Advisor podcast, which is geared toward um, teen leaders and advisors. And the other one is Give Yourself Room podcast, which is all about giving yourself the room um, to be exactly who you are because who you are is already enough. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> Guys, check it out. I'm going to links, bio. It'll be there. You know, show notes. I'll give you the link. Kate, thank you again. I appreciate it. I'm sure these guys loved every minute of it. You're so welcome. And there you have it, guys. That was Kate Garns. Didn't I say? We had a great conversation and she had some nuggets of wisdom to share with you guys today. So many things. So many things, especially my favorite, I think, was detox your life. Detox your life. I've said it before in the form of audit your life. But detox your life. So important. Does so many things for you. You got when you detox, you you look at what's working and what's not and address it accordingly. Right. So once you know something's bad for you, try to stop doing it. You know, so that's that's essentially what um I need you to do. I need you guys to do that. So keep in mind what what Kate said. There's so many nuggets um and things that I want you to implement, but the one main thing I want you to do is detox your life, okay? So start with that, go from there and see what happens, especially as we come closer and closer to the end of this year. You know, time is fluid. Tomorrow is not promised. Don't put off tomorrow what you can do today. All right, Dream Chasers, as always, you can find all of the notes on the show notes page, learn more about Kate, all of the links and whatnot over on the show notes page at amyj21.com slash episode 235. That's episode 235. Until next time, Dream Chasers, remember, don't stop. Keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at amyj 21 that's aimeej one Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing. Keep chasing.